Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, June 28th at 1130 a.m. in New York. So let's get after it. Over the past year, the primary risk faced by companies centered on how to survive the sharpest economic downturn in 90 years. Upon reflection, it's been an incredible economic achievement what companies were able to do over the past year with almost the entire labor force working from home. The star of the show was the digital infrastructure, which performed remarkably well. In aggregate, the U.S. economy surpassed its pre-COVID peak last quarter, just nine months after the trough of the recession. Profits returned to peak even faster, with many companies feeling no effects of the recession at all. In fact, essential businesses and technology enablers thrived, often achieving an acceleration in pre-COVID sales trends. This was accompanied by record profitability as labor and other costs were simultaneously removed. Now with the economic recovery from COVID in full bloom, companies and investors are forced to face different questions. First, how will consumers spend their money going forward? Will they continue to make elevated purchases of the items they bought last year, or will there be a wallet share shift towards experiences they were unable to enjoy? Perhaps there's enough pent-up savings to support both. Our view is that as the stimulus checks and supplemental unemployment benefits run out this summer, consumers will have to make choices, and that means a rotation towards consumer services and away from consumer goods, especially durables like autos and homes. Secondarily, higher costs are returning as businesses deal with supply chain shortages and surging demand as the economy reopens. Most investors appreciate the spike in certain materials like lumber, copper, and semiconductors. However, they also view such increases as temporary or transitory, as the Fed calls it. They believe materials prices will eventually simmer down as supply adjusts, the normal pattern for commodity markets historically. We're not quite as confident in that view, but we do believe some of these prices will subside when supply can adjust. On the other hand, there's a growing risk for rising labor costs to be more structural in our view. First, the pandemic lockdown has impaired labor supply in a way that may not be easy to fix. Many workers have moved to find new occupations, and that means shortages of labor that may be more persistent than normal. This is especially true for the hospitality, travel, and leisure industries, where demand is now surging the most. Second, generous supplemental unemployment benefits and stimulus checks have provided the means for many to return to the labor force more slowly or pursue higher education or training to enter a more attractive career. Third, thanks to the extraordinary rise in asset prices, including homes, some older workers are choosing to retire earlier than planned. Fourth, the lockdowns may have inadvertently impaired the ability of some workers to return to the labor force due to debilitating health issues. All of these factors suggest there is less slack in the labor force than usual at this stage of the recovery. That means higher labor costs for businesses and lower profitability. There's also a powerful political shift towards social equality. What this generally means is that there will be greater pressure on companies to pay a higher wage. This movement began in 2015 with the push for higher minimum wages. Since then, such wages are up as much as 50% or more in many states. At the federal level, even greater increases have been proposed. Nevertheless, when adjusted for inflation, real minimum wages are still down almost 40% from their highs in the late 1960s. This suggests there's a long way to go before policymakers will be satisfied. Finally, the globalization trend in outsourcing of manufacturing and labor costs has been a one-way train for the past 25 years. In addition to the political pressure to reverse course, the pandemic has exposed the outsourcing model as vulnerable when supply is not so fluid, leading many companies to rethink and reshore, which could mean higher costs. The bottom line is that the global economy is booming and asset markets reflect it. What isn't so clear anymore is at what price will this growth accrue? Higher costs mean lower profits and another reason why the overall equity market is likely to take a break this summer as the economy heats up further. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share thoughts on the market with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 